Welcome to a Longer Table podcast, a space for real and sometimes hard conversations that will often challenge your perspective and always empower you to pull up more seats around your own table. I'm your host, Amanda Carpenter. Let's dive in. My whole life, I've been really decisive, really sure of myself and my choices, what I want to be when I grow up, what sounds good for dinner, what my strengths are. Like as a kid, no one could talk me out of becoming a teacher. I was positive it was what I wanted to be. And no one could have talked me out of having chocolate milk and pizza for dinner every single night of the week, because even if they didn't like chocolate milk, I was sure that it was the best drink on earth. And if anyone asked me what my strengths were, I could rattle them off because I loved myself in this beautiful, childlike way. Well, somewhere along the way, life happened, and this decisive, confident girl shrunk inside of me. I didn't enjoy teaching in the classroom like I thought I would, so I no longer knew what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I suddenly found myself in this place where I was like, oh my gosh, what what am I going to do? Like, I had always wanted to be a teacher. That's what I was doing. And it was like, all of a sudden, this confidence in who I am and what I want to do was gone. Newsflash, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. (laughs) And honestly, I never know what sounds good for dinner anymore. And having to make those decisions feels like a chore. And with so many people's strengths on display for the world through social media, I find myself second guessing my own strengths and feeling mediocre. So it's kind of funny to be launching a podcast when I'm in this season of feeling less confident and sure of myself than ever before. But I felt like this was the perfect example I could give you of how to move forward despite lacking confidence. Maybe you can relate to growing up confident and struggling with it now as an adult, or perhaps you can't relate to ever being decisive and certain. Maybe you've gone through most of your life feeling inadequate and unsure of yourself. I want to speak to all of those people. I think every single one of us can relate in our own way. How do we move forward when we don't feel confident? Can our confidence be developed? How do we actually increase it? So I'm going to give you a couple of examples. The first time is a time in my life where I felt super confident and how I built on that. The second is a time in my life, like right now, when I'm not feeling as confident and there's one thing that's really helping me. So first, back when I was a teacher, an elementary school teacher, in those first couple of years of teaching, even though I wasn't loving it, I was super confident. I knew I was good at it. I felt super sure of myself. If someone would have said, you're not a good teacher, I would have laughed and been like, okay, like whatever, and just let it go. Like it wouldn't have bothered me because I, I just wouldn't have, I would have disregarded their opinion because I really felt sure that I was good at what I was doing. And so I built on that confidence by seeking to improve. I didn't have this confidence that said, I'm the best and I have nothing to learn. It was more like, I know I'm good at this. I feel great doing it. How can I be even better? And so if you find yourself in a place where you're really confident, maybe you're killing it at your job or you just feel really sure of yourself in motherhood or I don't know, the examples that we could come up with are endless. But if you're feeling really confident in who you are and what you're doing today, first of all, be excited because I don't think that you know that's the case for many of us. Um, so just be grateful that you're in that type of season in your life, but also I think you can develop and build upon that confidence by asking, how can I be even better? How can I improve upon this? 
And now moving towards a time similar to the season I'm in right now, uh, there was a season where I was in a marketing job and I was really struggling with imposter syndrome. And I was terrified, you guys, that they were going to find out that they hired a girl who knew nothing about the work she was hired to do. Like, it was hard for me to speak up in meetings. It was scary to hand in work to my boss because I was struggling with confidence. Like, I just did not feel secure or sure of myself at all. And so I did the only thing I knew to do at that moment. I actually brought it up with my boss and I asked him for resources so that I could start educating myself and growing my knowledge. And I did. I followed through. I I asked him. I got those resources. I began to educate myself and teach myself. And I was able to increase my confidence over time. But it was because I was willing to be vulnerable and like to come out and say, hey, I'm not really sure if I'm doing this right. I'm not feeling very confident. What suggestions do you have? That really required some courage and some vulnerability on my part. And maybe that's not how it always works. Maybe it's not always that easy or simple. But I really believe that being who we truly are and showing up as we are vulnerably is the very first step to being confident and developing that confidence. I I think there's nothing worse than faking it till you make it. And I absolutely hate that phrase because it feels terrible and it rarely works. Like, think about it. Think about a time where you've had to fake it. Uh, Faking it never feels good. (laughs) And I don't even know if it's true that we can fake it till we make it. Like, I think that's that's such a bull crap, like rare, uh, like end result that happens, like that you actually make it when you start faking it. I just, I don't, I don't buy it. Um, There's only so much you can fake and it typically makes you look like a fool. So on the other hand, I want to flip that script and I want us to consider facing it till we And then I'm not even going to say make it, but facing it is a much better option. How do we face it? How do we face it? How do we move forward when we're not feeling confident? Well, we have to be willing to be vulnerable. We have to be willing to ask questions and seek help. We have to be willing to admit, I'm not sure what the first step is or the next step is, or, you know, could you help me in this area? But even, even getting to that point, how do we drum up a little courage when we don't have any? And the answer is surprisingly quite simple. Take action anyway. We have to try things and move forward, believing that we're either going to succeed or we're going to survive the stumble. What I'm trying to say is that failure really doesn't exist. And the more we can understand that and come to believe that, the more we can live from a place of of knowing that every single thing we do or we set out to do and all of who we are, we are either going to succeed or we're going to survive the stumble. So when you're trying new things or you want to try something new, but you're lacking confidence, just remember that. You're either going to succeed and really whatever that even means, right? Success in itself is kind of a funny thing to define because what even is it? Or you're going to survive the stumble. You're going to learn from it. You're going to be able to pivot. Like there's really, really the worst case scenario isn't even really that bad. So we do one small brave thing at a time, knowing that the next time will be even easier. And even though fake it till you make it sounds catchy, I think this actually works face it till you figure it out, really. So this is me showing up and doing the one small brave thing of recording and hitting publish on an episode. And I'm curious what that could be for you. What thing are you wanting to move forward in, but you're lacking confidence? Could you take one small step courageously and vulnerably to move forward? That really is the only way we build our confidence. 
There's no becoming confident and then doing the thing that we want to do. It doesn't work that way. It's these small steps added up together. Now, when we talk about all of this, I feel like it's impossible for me to consider that I can be confident unless I'm rooted in my identity. So this is where my faith really comes into play. And whether you identify as a Christ follower or not, if you're listening to this, I want you to hang in there and, and, and see where I'm going with this, because I actually have a question for all of you. So you, you see, for me, so much of my confidence comes from being uh, really rooted in something unshakable, a source of truth. So for me, that source of truth is scripture and my belief in God and in the knowledge that I am a child of God. And, and I believe that God's goodness is in me. And that's really, really valuable to my self-esteem and to all that I am and all that I set out to do, because it's this unshakable truth that I'm rooted in. And it means that even if according to uh, somebody's standards, I quote unquote fail or, or stumble, I'm not like my life isn't over. I'm not ruined that I'm more than just a writer or a speaker. I'm more than just the projects I set out to do or the podcast I set out to create. I'm a child of God. I'm a daughter of the King. And I know it sounds kind of corny, but like it really for me is a big part of confidence. Like I, I've, I've talked about confidence with so many women and I always come back to like, I can only be as confident as I am certain of my identity. And I'm genuinely curious to hear from you if you're really rooted in your identity and you have confidence, but you don't identify as a Christ follower, because I would just love to know where it comes from for you. Like I, I have yet to meet people who really fall into that camp. And so I, yeah, I would just be curious if that's you, please reach out to me uh, via email. Cause I would love to chat further. I just want to know, like, where does your identity and your source of truth about who you are come from? Because that is really a prerequisite for confidence. I mean, the most important opinion of who you are is your own. Let me say that again. The most important opinion of who you are is your own. But where does that come from? Who decides what your opinion is about yourself? For me, it's the Lord. It's my time in scripture. And that's been so vital to my confidence. Now, we need to keep in mind that nobody has a clue whether or not we're struggling with confidence 99% of the time. I mean, you might have come to listen to this episode thinking like, wow, she's killing it, launching a podcast, her book's coming out next year. Like she must just feel so confident. And then you're a little thrown off by the fact that this whole first episode of my podcast is about how I'm lacking confidence more than I ever have before. That's the thing. You can look at photos of me right now and it's going to be similar to looking at photos of me as a kid. Like you're not going to see a big difference. There's not going to be some red X on my forehead that says I'm struggling with confidence. It's not always obvious. And this is why I remind people that how we look on the outside isn't a good indication of what's going on inside. So don't look at your friends or strangers on the internet and assume that just because they appear super confident or they're putting themselves out there, that they just naturally have all of this confidence, that it's just a natural thing that they just have and you must just not be born with it. No, it's something that we have to develop, but the only way we develop it is by putting ourselves out there, is by facing it until we figure it out. So that's my challenge to you this week. In addition to taking one small brave step, I want to challenge you to admit two things to the people sitting around you at your own table. The first is this. 
I want you to admit an area you feel like you're crushing it and you feel really confident in. I I don't know why people feel so weird talking about what they're good at or what they're really enjoying and where they think they're like killing it, but it takes bravery and vulnerability. So I want you to first practice that. Find someone, sit around your table and ask them where do they feel like they're killing it and where are they feeling super confident and then answer for yourself. I'm killing it in this area of my life. And it feels really good to say that. Okay. Admit that. The second then is admit an area you feel like you're lacking confidence. I want you to face it. Don't fake it. Show up vulnerably with these people at your table and maybe they can speak into it. Maybe they can tell you from their perspective how it looks like you're doing amazing and just you can identify really that disconnect again between how we appear on the outside and how it's not always what it feels like on the inside. And then they can build you up because that's what community is for. Beyond that, they might have some suggestions for how you can get back to your God-given identity when imposter syndrome creeps in, Or when you do try something and it totally uh, falls flat or it's not what you thought it would be, remember, you're either going to succeed or you're going to survive the stumble. Your life's not going to end just because you try something and it doesn't go exactly the way you planned. But I, I want to encourage you just to show up real with these things and see how it changes you. I want you to move forward in your life even when you're lacking confidence. I want you to take action steps towards your dreams because we need you and we need them. This world needs whatever it is that's keeping you up at night, like for you to act on that. So don't let this idea that you have to have it all figured out and you have to be all confident before you start stop you. And don't fake it till you make it. Face it till you figure it out. I'm with you every step of the way. I'm so excited that you're giving me a chance to land in your ears every Monday morning. I appreciate all of your feedback. And when you subscribe and you leave a positive review, that just makes my whole day. So if you take like a minute to just say what you're already loving about episode one and what you can't wait for in the future, that would seriously mean so much to me. It would also help other people discover this podcast as we continue to dive into faith and relationships and working on ourselves. Until next Monday, love and Oreos, Amanda.